Hello, my little bear cubs, and welcome back to another ep. Don't shake your head. Another ep. Do not shake your head. Another episode of Secondhand Therapy, where we need to remind you that we're not therapists, we're not experts, we're not licensed in any way. We're just two idiots here talking about life and therapy and stuff. And hopefully it helps you. I hope you get a laugh, maybe some advice. Are you going to jump in? Just a just a mama bear, you, you know, talking about his feelings. And Okay, a mama bear needs to check. And a sidekick. Needs to check their pronouns. Okay, because mama bear <laughs> has thrown out a lot of confusion. And also there is no mama bear because we haven't had the vote yet. When is this vote? This don't, is two weeks now. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The thing is, don't worry about it. I will let you know when the vote happens. Thank Fine. you. Fine. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening. Here's the music. opposite of a fan letter the other day oh your dad wrote in (laughs) (sighs) yeah he wrote wrote in and said it's hot down here (laughs) Uh, (laughs) we we got some fan mail Uh uh-huh we didn't Okay, I got... You did. I got an interaction. Somebody slid in my DMs, yeah. not asking for a silhouette They picture. didn't ask you for my silhouette? They didn't ask for that. That's how I know they're not a fan, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they expressed some ideas. It was two paragraphs long, and I shared it with you on our way to the gym yeah. because they had mentioned us. They mentioned some, some adjectives in there. Uh, sexist, uh, misogynist, yep. all the yep. ist mm-hmm. were in there. Yep. Uh, of racist? Our, were we racist? We weren't racist. Yeah. Uh, Whites only. Races against women. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, but it was about the ethical hoeing episode. Mm. And uh, I had read it to you. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of, not in a panic mode, but in a holy shit, what is this like kind of mindset. Yeah, because you need everyone to like you and love you all right. the time. And you said something to me that blew my fucking mind. I read you these two paragraphs mm-hmm. of hate mail that we got. Well, criticism. Let's not say hate mail. Let's say criticism. Call it whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. And you said. I said, here's how you reply to that. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. That's it. Blew my fucking mind. Why would. <laughs> why the fuck. Would you want to take time out of your life to respond to somebody who is wrong? I, We're not sexist. Right. We weren't degrading it. The whole episode was about how being a hoe is not fulfilling and it's not for me or, and for her to be like, it, it's a boys club and you're being sex. Oh, clearly you didn't listen. Yeah. I, and that's Thanks for listening. Say, and that's what you said. You followed up. You were like, I was like, I don't know how you think that way. And you go, because I know I'm not these things. Yeah, she's wrong. 
Yeah. And that's fine. She's allowed to be wrong. And I couldn't allow, like I had to reach back out. Yes, you did. I did. And sent three paragraphs back. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been more. I, I could have written more. Um, but it, it what I, number one, I, I am usually genuinely curious about how the message is coming across. If somebody says, if somebody, if you say something, this is how I took it. And you go, how the fuck did you get there? I really want to know because maybe, maybe there is something that I'm saying or you're saying or whatever. Maybe there is some kind of miscommunication there that we're going, oh, okay. I didn't know we were putting up that fucking flare. So I was genuinely curious, and I get that with all feedback. If, if somebody comes up to me after a show and they do this, that, I will ask questions to find out. Like, am I? Is that the signal I'm putting out there? Is that the fucking flare I'm sending out? So you do that with all feedback or negative feedback? Negative feedback because mm-hmm. positive feedback you don't really think about. It. People say, "Hey, love the show," and you're like, "Okay, thanks." So if someone came back to you and stopped you off and got you after you came off stage mm-hmm. and was like, I love this bit and what they took away from it wasn't your intention, you wouldn't be like, how'd you get there? You'd just say, oh, cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, because you only care about negative shit. And we know that. Yeah. Be healthier. Go to therapy, my boy. <laughs> right? I think that's pretty common that people would respond more to negative things than positive things. Okay. In in that way of being sure. like, why do you feel that way? I yeah, how because I think the other way, if if it is a positive reaction, it's super like, hey, I love that joke you do about this. The ego that I would have to have to go, hey, what'd you like about it? I'm How'd you saying, get there? I'm saying if they if they like took a different like view on it. And they were like, yeah. And you're like, oh, that's actually not how oh. I intended it at all. Like, you wouldn't be like, how'd you get there? You'd just be like, oh, cool. Thanks, man. Oh, no, no, I would. Oh, cool. Then I'm glad we wasted the last couple minutes. Yeah, I thought you just made just positive reaction in general. Yeah. Like, yeah, if that's... somebody just walks by and goes, hey, I love that show, whatever. I'm not yeah. going to investigate. Yeah, that's why you listen when people talk. Well, you know. Just, you know. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bizarre. I don't care. I was talking to my therapist about this. Yeah. And she said... What that old broad have to say. I'm just kidding. She's, <laughs> I want to meet lovely. I, she Stop seems it. great. I, actually, great. I really want to meet meet her. <laughs> She's great. Um, but she had said... Because uh, I was telling her the comparison and, and us and me having to like go back and clarify with this person. Like, mm-hmm. hey, how'd you get there? What's going on here? Like, that's not how we're coming up. You know, whatever. Yeah. And you're just like, thanks for listening. Um, yeah. And she said, uh, you know, we, we unpacked a little bit and she goes, I'm going to tell you this right now. You will never get to the thanks for listening status. She's like, yeah. that's just not who you are. Yeah. And, uh, and she shared that she's also a curious person when it comes to things like that. And mm-hmm. she says what she does is she tries to explain herself one time. Mm-hmm. And that's and, and then she's able to let go of it or whatever because she doesn't want that miscommunication there, whether it is positive or negative. If she wants to be clear on her messaging. And she's like, and that's a normal thing. But she goes, I don't think that you will ever get to a thanks for listening right. uh, level. But I, I think about that. But that <laughs> that is your fucking... That's who you are, baby. I don't care. Yeah. Why? I don't understand because... We, just like I said, 
the episode, the ethical hoe episode was about how promiscuity and doing the hoe thing, how I figured out it wasn't for me because it made me feel gross. Right. The point of that is sleeping around with women. And if you and this woman are on the same page and you're just using each other, not into it. So for her to go, it's a boys club and you're being sexist. You clearly did not listen. You saw half of a clip that was out of context right? and use that to form your opinion. Why the fuck <laughs> would I take time out of my life to try to change that person's mind when clearly they didn't even put in the work to form a full opinion? Why is that on me? I don't, I, I, aren't you... Take your time. Stutter some more. You're not worried about how you come across? First of all, there's no T at the end of a cross. Okay, and we know that. Oh my God, you're on one tonight. Now, <laughs> you started up with hate mail, bro. <laughs> I do. you, should have let me reply to it. I, I, absolutely not. Um, absolutely what did you not. ask me? <laughs> I'm not worried about how I come across. Yeah. Um, no. Because really? This... Because again, we I think we addressed this in a um, in a previous episode. I think we just kind of like dusted over it. But the people in my life that know me, know who I am, know what I'm about, know my values, know my morals. They know the way I treat people. So somebody, this podcast is essentially a private conversation between you and I that mm -hmm. we are filming and letting people in on. If they needed to be a part of this conversation, well, they'd be sitting right fucking here, wouldn't they? <laughs> you you are observing our conversation and our thoughts and what we're learning in our lives. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah, you you also had said something when we were talking about it later that day. You were saying like when people bring up like you said, if somebody were to bring up the podcast to be like, hey, you said last week on the thing, you'd be like, oh, absolutely, we're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to fuck. <laughs> yeah. You're like, thanks for listening, but we're not fucking talking about that. Yeah. Where I'm the opposite way. If somebody were to, again, slide my DMs or catch me on the street and be like, hey, you know, you said that. Let's talk about it. I, don't I enjoy the back and forth. I enjoy the conversation. I enjoy that. So let me, let me clarify. Yeah. If someone came up and recognized me or us from the podcast, mm -hmm. I would love to have a conversation with them. Not about the podcast. How's your day? What's going on with you, man? What do you do? Really? I, yeah. Like I w let's connect on a human level. You want to, I don't want to, you want to talk about work? You want to talk about like, <laughs> like no, from the bottom of my heart, like, thank you for listening. I like I truly do appreciate that because getting people to listen to what we're doing is not easy. Right. So the fact that someone is taking time out and listening to us, it means a lot and I really do appreciate it. Like let's connect on a human level. You yeah, know, you know? So if somebody approached you and they wanted to talk about uh whatever being anxious avoidant or whatever their their attachment style is they saw your clip mm -hmm. online and they were like hey man uh I way, I'm, I'm a secure attachment we we went over this yeah, 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 yeah. that's what we call superior i know but they're asking about me they're asking you about me because 
Oh yeah, they're like, hey, that little bitch you do the show with. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, they're like, hey, we really love him alone on the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a fucking asshole towards him. You're pretty mean, but we love him. Quoting your therapist now. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. Yeah, um, you are great. I love you. Thank you. I love you. Well, you know, uh, I'm kidding. I love you very much. You know that. Uh, but what if somebody came up and they were asking about these attachment theories to you? Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I, thanks for listening. <laughs> I would say, hey, man, I'm not an expert on attachment theory at all. Yeah. If they had like a specific question, I'll take a quick stab, but I'm, <laughs> I mean, dude. <laughs> quick stab. Like, give me an example. Okay, so we had the grief episode mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And what if somebody came up to you and like, hey, I really related to that grief episode. Uh, I got a soft spot up. for grief. Damn it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I listened to that grief episode. Mm-hmm. And man, it really, I just lost my uncle. And he was like my favorite guy in the world. And yeah. I was just wondering if you could help me with some things. Like, how did you, how did, what did you do for like those first few weeks when, you know, when you found out and stuff like, how, how do you cope with that? <sighs> yeah, I would have this conversation. <laughs> yes, I would. Okay. I got a real soft spot for grief, man. Grief is, Oh, let me flip it. Okay. I'm going to stick with grief though. Okay. Hey, I heard that uh, grief episode you guys put out uh-huh. and I got to tell you, I do not agree with you. I don't think that you should like, uh, you know, go sign up for therapy and like do all this like take time off not like i think you should go right back to fucking work like nothing ever happened and just move on because death happens and that's that's what life's about so like what the why are you fucking telling people that oh because that was my experience but yeah you should do what you think's best for you thanks for listening (laughs) why would i try to change that person's mind they've already made up their mind yeah uh, it'd, yeah. be, it'd be a whole hey if i wanted to give like a softer answer i'd be like hey you know everybody grieves differently and no one's good at it so if that's what works for you best of luck to you man that's mm. it i would not try to change their mind i would not explain myself for why i said what i said interesting why what do, what do either of us get from that except in a most likely debate I don't know. I think sometimes you you do change people's minds and people change your minds. And I don't uh, need to change anybody's mind. <laughs> you have no interest in... Uh... If someone... Like the first example you said, that is somebody genuinely looking for advice. Yeah. That's one thing. Someone coming up because they disagree with something you said is a different thing. And... I don't see the value in putting time into the second one. If you if you disagree with me, that's okay. I that's fine. We don't have to agree. If I seek you out for advice, change my mind. Don't seek me out to change my mind because I will never do that to another person. Mm. As those are the people like when we were at lunch the other day in Los Feliz, and that guy came up screaming about Jesus. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, I, if I ask you about Jesus, educate me. Don't bring that shit into my world. Yeah. So yeah, if somebody's going to seek me out to change my mind, I don't have time for that. 
if I seek them out because I'm on a fence or I need more information, wide open to it. Hmm. And I just, that's how I treat other people as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just blows my mind because I am so open to conversation and debates and like all of those things. Yeah, and you love uh, conflict. I don't love conflict. I, Buddy. You think I love conflict? Oh, I sure do. Really? Yes. I think I live a pretty con conflict-free life. Yeah, you also thought you were real chill and relaxed <laughs> for 20 years. So. Super chill dude that doesn't have any conflict. Yeah, exactly. You have zero <laughs> self-awareness. You love conflict. I called you out in the car the other day. You were just looking for shit to get angry at, and yet, like, <laughs> you love it. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. I never viewed myself as loving conflict. I know. That's okay. I figured I was a pretty drama-free dude. Oh, what a shock. Wow. This is, this is news to me. Yeah? Yeah. So now that you hear it, do you think there's any validity at all? No. Okay. Because I don't ever feel like I'm searching for it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I find you're constantly searching for something to like yell at or butt or like. Really? Oh, Who yeah. do you think I am? I know exactly who you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could be in a bubble. Mm-hmm. And hear a noise out your window and be like, oh, that's fucking, like, oh, dude, that's how you, you're just screaming on the side. He'll be gone in two seconds. Yeah. But, like, you have to have, maybe not the conflict with the person, but you can't not react to many things around yeah, you. Yeah, I agree with that. I, so maybe you just don't call that conflict. Yeah, I don't, I think conflict is more like a guy who's like, always in drama, always starting shit with people. And always, I'm like, I'm not fucking, I'm not like arguing with people and shit. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm arguing with myself. Oh, maybe you love inner conflict then. Maybe that's what inner, I'm trying to say. Yeah, you know what? Now that I agree with. <laughs> You're welcome. I was driving around today. Of course you were. And uh, you know what? There were multiple times I could have lost my shit. And? and you know what I did instead? I said very calmly. Mm. I said, wow. That guy's a fucking cunt, huh? <laughs> Very calmly to myself. That's not. It's that's better. better. That's better. That is better. Getting better. It's Good baby for, steps. Hey, you know what? Good for you, dude. <laughs> Proud of you. Baby steps. And what do you hope the end end is? To just be like. Ugh. I just don't want to think about it at all. Oh, that'd be so great. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, my God. Oh. I told you I had a little flare up and uh, mm. tri and I was so happy you weren't there because the hypocrisy <laughs> coming out of my life. <sighs> Tell everybody. Oh, yeah, no. All right. So uh, I had a buddy in town and we decided to go downtown and go to the broad mm -hmm. and go see the Keith Haring exhibit, which if you haven't been, if you're in L.A., highly recommend. It's great. Now, you have to buy tickets. You reserve your spot. Essentially, to get in the museum's free, but you have to have a reservation. And then the Keith Haring is it, you have to have a reservation. That costs money. Now, our reservation was for four o'clock. I physically cannot be late in my life. <laughs> that is part of my anxiety. Yeah. I cannot be late. We leave here at 325 because I figure 35 minutes to get downtown, get parked, plenty of time. Mm hmm. 
there was not enough time. <laughs> so I'm already running late. Hmm. So I don't know if there was a show at the Hollywood Bowl, something, but it was a fucking nightmare to get there. So we actually get to the area of the broad at like 4.15. So we're already like Ooh. crazy late. And I'm like, I don't know how, we're, I'm like, do we, is our ticket voided? Like, is it, I don't know. So I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm not in a good mood. Yeah. Go to the parking garage of the broad. It's full. I go, ah, oh, cool. I got to find street parking mm. or a lot in downtown LA. Super tight. So we're circling, looking, and we finally find a lot. <clears throat> I go, turn in to the lot. A lady comes from around my left, cuts in front of me into the lot, almost hits me. Um, I Now, when I tell you I beat the fuck out of my horn... <laughs> I'm talking Ike Turner on yeah. this fucking horn, dude. And <clears throat> she pulls in, parks her car. I pull in behind her now because she's big old cunt hole <laughs> and decided that she gets to go in front of me. Mm-hmm. The guy starts waving at me and I go, what's up? He goes, lots full. No, dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm not exaggerating. I said I put my car in park. And I just sat there for a minute. Are you serious? I swear to God, in the middle of this lot. And I was like, <clears throat> and I go, hey, man, I know this isn't your fault, but she cut me off to get in here. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I might rip this woman in half. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> he goes, I get it. <laughs> and he just walks back around and sat down. So I'm sitting there in my car and he goes, hey, if anybody pulls out, like you can swoop into the spot, or you can wait. He's like, you know, but I, there's no spots. I was like, I get it, dude. It's not your fault. <clears throat> so I, I circle the lot real quick, and I see her waiting for her spot. So I just pull up behind her, put it in park again, stick my head out the window, and I just look at her. And I'm waiting for her to look back and make eye contact with me. Yeah. She never does. Oh. And I'm sitting there talking to my buddy. I was like, I wonder if there's a man in this car because I need to hit someone <laughs> over this. <laughs> And just then a car pulled out on the other side. He goes, dude, someone's pulling out right there. So we got a spot. Nice. But it took a good 10 or 15 minutes for me to like my, the, the tightness in my chest, just from being late dealing with traffic. And then that dirty fucking whore. (laughs) I was so glad you weren't there because (sighs) if you had said one word about me needing to calm down, that'd have been it. I'd have picked you up by the angles and beat her with you <laughs> is what would have happened. Yeah. Can we unpack this? Uh, yeah, let's unpack it. What are you going to talk about? Unpacking you about this anxiety you have about being late. What is that about? <sighs> Always been that way. I cannot be late. Really? Yeah. Cannot. If I'm late, it will ruin my day. I'm talking one minute late. What the fuck? Really? I don't know why. I do not know why. My whole life. Now, I know this is a a thing that you look for in others because you've let it be known to me a few times. Yeah, because you're always late. Mm -hmm. And it makes my asshole tight. (laughs) Right. What do you think is going to happen? Nothing. I I just, I, I don't know. Like, you know, like I tell you I'll be at your house by two. If I'm there at 201, I go, dude, I'm so sorry I'm late. Yeah. And I know you don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. But I want you to know 
that I'm sorry that I wasn't here when I said I was going to be here. I fully intended to be here on time, but I wasn't, and I own that. I don't know why. I have, I was late to therapy on Wednesday by two minutes mm. because I was going and there was a big accident. There was fire trucks and I had to go around and it was like, it shit happens. Yeah. I walked in. I was like, dude, I'm so sorry I'm late. And he goes, you have nothing to be sorry for. It's okay. And like, I sat there and it took me a few minutes to be like, okay. I just, I, I hate being late. I cannot be late. Do you have a family of people that are on time? Is this something that's been passed down to you? Yeah, my mom's always, she's a, she's always on time. Mm. So I'm sure just growing up, like. With the pressure of like, we got to go. We we're gotta. leaving for school at 7.15. Right. Like if I'm not in the car at 7.15, there's going to be consequences. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, I got fucking Mussolini down the hall. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. She's going to be pissed off. <laughs> like, can't grow up an Italian mom and be late. Yeah. Yeah, so I I that is something I've worked on to like relax on, but it's yeah, I really struggle with it, especially in the city. And I know that we've talked about this I don't give multiple a fuck, times. Man. I have control over it. I if I yeah. know, that's why I plan cuz usually to get downtown from here it takes 15 minutes, but right. I was like it's Saturday, so I plan 35, an extra 20, and that wasn't enough, and that's why I was so fucking worked up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. Because I just, I don't want, I just don't want people to feel like I don't give a fuck about their time or that, like if I said I'll be there at two and I'm there at 2.10, I just don't want them to think that I don't give a fuck. Like, oh, I'll get there when I get there. Like, no, I'll get there when I said I'm going to be there. Like, I'm a man of my word and I'll be there when I said I'll be there. Mm. It's, it's just, it's one of those values that I have. And I, I know it's, it's the weirdest thing to be that strict on. Yeah, I don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, because I think there is a leeway there. I think there is some cachet, if you will. Yeah, if you're a fucking asshole, sure. Show yeah. up when you want. You know, if somebody comes a little early or a little late, like five or ten minutes. Oh, early's not a problem. Be early. Yeah. Please. Okay. I'm always early. Okay. Do not be late. I am always early. Always. Now, do you, when we're talking about romantic partners, uh-huh. is this a quality that you're like, oh, they better be, they better know how to be on fucking time? Or are you more laxed in that area because it's romantic? That's, a, that's an interesting question. I don't know. I've never thought about it. But You've I, never it, thought about it. it, it, it okay, because it's kind of different. Because hmm. one, I'm so sorry. Maybe I am sexist. Women will not be ready on time, and I've and I've accepted that. It am I wrong? I'm I'm pleading the fifth on this. I'm taking the fifth. But here's the thing: I get it because they have a lot more going on. They have have a lot more going more going on. There's way more to coordinate. There's makeup, then the lipstick has to match the makeup, and the eyeshadow has to match, and then the hair, and then the and then you got to match the dress, the shoes, and the back. Like there's way more going on, and I understand. That those things change as you get ready. I get it. Women will never be ready on time. And I get that. Now, if that causes us to be late for our dinner reservation (laughs) or our show, Mm. I might be white knuckling driving the way there. I won't say anything. Really? But I will feel it. What is it going to do? It's just going to ruin the night. Yeah. 
but it's already ruining your night. Now, have I said something in the past? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and it ruins the night. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm just... But yeah, I need to let the time thing... I need to let it go. It's such a fucking struggle for me. Yeah. What I found out about time and with my ADHD uh, is that... Um, I I am not a planner. Oh, really? I'm not a planner, but I need to know what the plan is. That made me so fucking angry. Go ahead. So if we have, if you're like, hey, we're going to go to the, uh, the zoo on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you got it. And then I go, hey, what time are we leaving for the zoo? And you go, I don't know, just whenever we wake up. That drives me fucking... What do you mean when we wake up? When oh, is that? So you make the plan then. How about that? And, and that's where I go. Hey, you want to leave the zoo around nine? I don't know. Whenever we get around? No, no, no. I need to know what time we're leaving for the fucking zoo on Saturday. That's how I feel all the time. Right there. <laughs> yeah? Yes. So, that's, see, that's, that's, that's it. Oh, you did it. You need the plan. Mm-hmm. I need you to stick to the plan. Ah, there it is. There it is. Because when the plan's there, if you don't stick to it, why did we make a motherfucking <laughs> cocksucking plan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. It it drives me insane, and I didn't know that was linked to ADHD until I was like deep diving on all this stuff, and it was like, yeah, because we are sensitive to like this idea of what time is a lot of the times I will do this where if I have an appointment at 1230 mm-hmm. my mind will go okay we're leaving at 1230 and I have to constantly remind myself no 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 the appointment is at 1230 we need to be in the shower and get ready and stuff before 1230 that and is unreal to me for some reason my mind will just what block the in fuck it locks in 1230 and goes that's what time we got to be ready and out the door. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's what time the thing is. Oh. Yeah. And I didn't know that was an ADHD thing until my deep dive. And I was like, oh, I do that all the time. What the yeah. fuck is that? Yep. You want to know what um, one of my ADHD thing is with time is that uh, if I have a thing at, for your example, at 1230. Mm-hmm. I cannot do anything until 1230. Oh, yeah, I I have that. I, I also struggle with that a lot of the times. I've got a phone call at 1. So that yeah. means, what are you doing today? Well, I have a phone call at 1. Yeah, and I will not do anything else because oh, I'm not missing my 1 o'clock phone call. Right. You think I'm going to be late for that phone call because I went to the <laughs> grocery store? What am I, a fucking prick? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very paralyzing. I won't do anything. I'm just like, yep, I got to wait till fucking. That's why a lot of times I'll make my appointments really early. So Mm -hmm. I don't waste my whole fucking day waiting around for something. Yeah. So when people are like, oh, we have something at nine in the morning or we have something at 3 p.m., I'm like, nine in the morning. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll fucking, I'd rather do that. Yeah. Because, or the worst is when they plan it out for a a couple days ahead. Oh. You shut down for a week. Oh, buddy. Sometimes I don't have that problem. Sometimes we like, I got I got to you know, a lot of times of flying. I don't want to fuck up my flight or miss my flight yeah. or doing that stuff. So it's like I leave Thursday at fucking 4. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Tuesday. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, but I got to I got to fly out on Thursday, you know that. I've it's noticed like, that about you. Yeah, but when we, you have travel coming up, you're like, "Yeah, I got and I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking weird 
brain thing with me where it's like, yeah, yeah but we're leaving on Thursday. So I, I can't go to the habit with you today because I got a flight on Thursday. Because then you don't, and then you won't pack until Thursday afternoon. That's right. Because it might. <laughs> I hate you. God. <laughs> because I go, hey. I can't fucking stand you. Flights at four. So oh, I'll my. Pack God. at fucking four. No, no, no. Flights at four. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, you know what drove me crazy? I was flying with a buddy of mine uh, a couple of years ago. We were doing shows in, uh, where were we? Like in Iowa or something. And uh, Boise. We're on a Boise. Mm-hmm. I get to the airport. Flies at like 6 in the morning, something like that. I get to the airport. I check in. I go through the thing. I'm there at my gate by 5.20. Yeah. You know what I mean? 5.15, somewhere in there. I got a muffin. I'm there. Blueberry? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I get on the plane. All the passengers are on the plane. My buddy's nowhere to be found. He walks onto the plane as like one of the last people to board. Casually. Grabs a seat. He's like, hey, what's going on? I was like, where were you? He's like, I don't know. I just showed up. I just got here. I couldn't fathom traveling like that. No. And on our way back home, same thing. I had to like really stay on him and be like, hey, what time do you want to leave for the airport? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, what time's our flight? I'm like, 11. He's like, I don't know. You want to head over there at ten thirty? Absolutely, I don't. Yeah, I want to go at nine. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand the people that can travel so casually like yeah, that. How can you do that? Ugh. That is fucking unhinged behavior. Yeah, dude. What do you do if the if What do you do if it doesn't work out? You know what I mean? Yeah. What the fuck? <sighs> yeah, I can't. That's. Mm-mm. You know what my therapist uh, did this week? What? I I came in and I said uh, I said I really don't have anything nice this week. Yeah, she's like that's okay. And so we just kind of bullshitted for a few minutes, and she goes, um, "Can we talk about the uh, Big Mad episode?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Yeah, let's do that." And we started unpacking all the things I was saying on the on the episode. Because you're so goddamn angry. Yeah. Oh, oh. buddy. Because we haven't covered that. Yeah. It was just so funny for her to be like, I got something. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude. Do you love it or hate it that she listens? I love it. I yeah. Love it. Yeah. I know. I kind of wish mine would listen. Yeah. But I don't want to be like, hey, listen to the pot. Speaking of, I got a yeah. little update. I'm going to have to find a new therapist. <sighs> buddy, that's the worst. <sighs> Yeah, he's uh, he's leaving the office and going into private practice, and his new practice doesn't take insurance. Mm-hmm. So I have four more sessions with him, and I got to start over. Somebody else, and yeah. I am very sad. I was just gonna say, how how are you dealing with that? Uh, it sucks. How, how did you react when he dropped it on you? Oh, played it super cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Played it super cool. Played it super cool. I was like, eh, that makes yeah, I get it. Shit happens. <laughs> and then, like, literally, as the session was going on, I was like, this is probably the space to be honest about how you're feeling. <laughs> and in the middle of what I was like, I gotta tell you something. He goes, okay. <laughs> I was like, kind of fucked up. I gotta find a new therapist, you know. <laughs> and he just goes, mm, tell me more. It's <laughs> like, dude, it sucks. I was like, I like you. Yeah. And I got to fucking give a little backstory to somebody else. And he's like, I know, I know. 
That's so funny. He's like, hey, man. I know. I played it so fucking cool at first, and then I was just like, I just tell the truth. There's one person to talk you through this. Yeah. So, yeah. Four more with him, and then I got to start over. Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to suck. Yeah. So I'll have a whole fresh, in a month, I'll have a whole fresh perspective and a new therapist to talk about with you guys. Are you kind of excited? Nah, I don't give a shit. You know, it is what it is. I just, I hope, I hope it's an easy, I hope I have an easy time finding somebody. Ideal it'd be somebody in the same office and like, he's great. So I can ask him like, Hey, like who's a good fit for me? And he'll be straight with me. Yeah. And hopefully it'll work out and it'll be smooth and yeah. See what happens. But no, I would, I would not say I'm excited. I would say I'm anxious (laughs) about it. I gotta yeah. develop a whole new personality for a new therapist, man. I gotta <laughs> build a new character. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's so hard to find somebody in, in, for them to place you to, and like, oh, it's such a fucking train wreck, man. Yeah, it's a terrible system. It really is. That's why we were talking, and I was like, because he's always he always talks about how like he, how much he loves doing therapy, and like he truly cares about his patients and all that. So I asked him, I was like, what makes you switch? And he goes, honestly, money. He's like, here, I'm making ends meet, and that's about it. And he's like, going to private practice, he's like, I'm going to triple my money. He's like, I can finally put a dent in my debt. He's like, I can, if I want to go to Palm Springs twice a year, I can finally do that. He's like, it's just, he's like, as much as I love my patients here, he's like, I've built enough of a caseload that I can move and my quality of life will be better. I was like, yeah, can't hold it against you. Yeah. You know, he's, he's working (laughs) six days a week, like eight hour days and making ends meet. It's just like our healthcare system is such a fucking joke, man. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. I wonder how all that divvies up in the, like when you work with an insurance company and all that stuff, I wonder what all that breakdown on their side looks like. Uh, I bet it's a motherfucker to even collect from an insurance company. They don't want to pay for anything. So that's why, I mean, when you have an office like this that takes insurance, I'm like, they're already providing a pretty good service, not making you pay out of pocket because they have to go chase down the money themselves. Yeah. Which I imagine isn't easy. No shit. Our fucking healthcare is just one big profit scam. It's disgusting. I told you when I, when I signed up this, most recent time for therapy a few months ago well mm-hmm. it was the beginning of the year they uh <laughs> they uh you know i did the whole cat and mouse game too about like hey i found somebody here and they take you know my insurance company and the insurance company's like great talk to them and then you talk yeah. to them and they're like great talk to the insurance company and you're like okay who the fuck yeah need do i who do i talk to yeah, uh, anyway so long story short they call me i'm on tour uh and they leave me a voicemail. Mm-hmm. I call back two days later because we're like planes, trains, and automobiles. I call back two days later. I'm like, hey, you guys called me the other day about uh, finding me a therapist and blah, blah, blah. I missed your call. They're like, yeah, um, you you missed out. You're on a waiting list now. Parking lot's full. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was like, what? And they're yeah. like, yeah. And I was like, you just called me. They're like, yeah, you didn't answer. And so you're on a waiting list. And I was like, how long am I on a waiting list for? They go, oh, we don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. 
cool. Thanks for the help, guys. Thanks for the help. Oh, my God. Imagine you have cancer. Imagine Like, anything. <sighs> Just, like... Like, when I fucking... When I broke my ankle a few months ago. Yeah. You go, and they go, eh, we don't... We can't do an X-ray here. Ah, cool. Dude, we went to three different places, and they're yeah. all were like, yeah, we can't... <laughs> We have an x-ray machine, but we don't have anybody here that can read it. I like the one guy we did end up going to go see, the last guy, and he was like, I mean, it looks, he's like a younger guy, he's yeah. like, it looks pretty fucked up. <laughs> he's yeah. like, I don't think it's broke. He's like, I don't know. He said it was broken. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah I think it, he looked, he's like, yeah, it's broken. And I go, really? He goes, I had two broken ankles yesterday that didn't look that bad. <sighs> and I was like, ah. <laughs> and we did the x-ray, it wasn't broken. Yeah. So I got the bones, my bones are made of concrete, I think. Well. No? I got strong bones, dude. Yeah? I don't know. I've never broken a bone. Really? Mm -hmm. Have you? Me neither. Knock on wood. I think you're going to knock on your dick. (laughs) (laughs) Have you broken a bone? No. Yeah, me either. I've only had two cavities. Oh, well, I'm the cavity king over here. You have a lot of cavities, a lot of fillings? Yeah. Wow. I know you always talk about your teeth. I didn't know you had. I have George Washington's teeth. You know what I mean? (laughs) Slave teeth in there? That's what you got? (laughs) Jesus Christ. They're all fucked up. And yeah. I bet every, almost every one of my teeth has like a filling in it. I I guarantee it. Even the front ones? Can you get cavities in your front teeth? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have a fucking sweet tooth, and I was raised on sweet tea and apple pie and fucking all yeah. that shit. Just sugar. I was raised on sugar, and so, yep. Man, I have a sweet tooth, too. Every time I go to the dentist, they, like, rave about, they're like, oh, you your roots are so deep, and, you, and I'm like, oh, did you have braces? I'm like, no. Oh, man. It's such an ego boost when I go in there. Yeah, it's the opposite for me. They're like, what the fuck's <laughs> going on here? It's like, it's like downtown like, Beirut in here, man. I don't know, man. I'm trying. They're like, Jesus Christ. Oh, like, I know. I yeah, don't know. That sucks, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, I've had pretty good luck. Med- ah, my legs are fucked up. You know, I've had surgery on my legs twice, but it's about yeah. it. We're really off track here. We're way off track, but I think it's valuable. Yeah? Thanks for listening. <laughs>